speakers. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, lovely to have you all here. Um, in all these circumstances, we're still able to gather. And isn't it amazing? What an amazing God we have. Uh, just before we go any further, Martin's going to give a quick announcement about offering. Yeah, morning, everyone. Um, for, those, for those that are here uh, present in church this morning, um, there is a, a retiring offering, which means that there's a plate um, by the back door there, um, which you can uh, uh, leave uh, some money in if you're prepared that way. Um, the offering is being split this year between Tier Fund and the Trussell Trust, the food bank. So uh, if you'd like to give, the, what you give will be divided up between those two charities. For those who are giving online, the details of those two uh, organizations are in the the latest newsletter so you can go online and just, uh, donate whatever you, whatever you feel you want to thank you steve thank you martin right well we're going to start our service off by watching a, a small video um it's the fifth one in the um uh, the advent um series that we've been using so mark thank you light this candle as one of celebration not because every evil has yet been conquered or every trial overcome but because the mark of God's coming is indelibly stamped in the history and destiny of this world there is a kingdom that will prevail long after this world's struggles have subsided a kingdom whose doorway has been flung open and the light of Christ points us to its threshold. We kindle a flame to show our desire that this kingdom's dawn should be made known, to draw the eyes of those who long for a better world to the place where every such hope can be fulfilled. We join with those who declare the certainty of God's promise, revealed in newborn child and servant king. And so we seek the ways of this kingdom, confident that its sovereign will one day come again. So let's continue and let's, those who are here in the church, if you want to stand, you may. We're going to be singing here, Oh, come all ye faithful. It's the, chi it's the chance we get to sing that last verse. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. Mm. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord.
So um, now we have, actually, I'm going to hand back over to you for this, Martin. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, good morning, everyone, and, and happy Christmas to you all. We have uh, people from a number of places with us uh, this morning, including um, South Africa. So um, we're hoping that uh, we might hear from uh, Andrew and Heidi and uh, the two children, uh, Joni and Edward in a moment, um, but I asked uh, a number of um, families if they would be willing to hold back one present and uh, open that present sort of live on Zoom this morning. We don't have any children in church here this morning, but uh, we have a number of children uh, live on, on Zoom. So do we have, um, hopefully you'll be able to see uh, on the screen, those of you in church, um, some presents being opened live here uh, at home. So um, just to start with, do we have uh, Andrew and Heidi with us, with Joni and Edward and Quentin, all the way from... Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Yes, oh, there they do. are. Lovely. We're a bit of chaos here, but we're trying to get the Hi. Hi, everyone. Good to see you. Happy Christmas to you all down there. Oh, hello, hello, Joni. Open the present, Joni. Let's see what's in there. Joni's in a mask over her eyes. I can see. <laughs> Not just. <laughs> that's a that's a new level of protection, isn't it? Covering the whole covering the whole head. It, it covers the fact that the virus is coming from South Africa. Oh, is that right? <laughs> steady on, steady on, Steve. You got South Africans in church this morning. Easy, easy. Oh, there we go. Wonderful. Oh, here we go. We seem to keep losing the spotlight. Wow. Wow. What we got? Wow. What we got, Joni? What you got there? Can you tell us? Show, Hold it show. up. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. No one knows that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are the presents, Andrew? You got Grandpa for Christmas. <laughs> uh, Grandpa's <laughs> time. <laughs> one is Blaze and the Monster Machines, and one is Dumbo. Lovely. Did everyone hear that? Two DVDs. We got Dumbo. Okay. What was the other one? Blaze and the Monster Machines. Play on the monster machine. Wonderful. <laughs> Brilliant. So, hi, Andrew. Happy Christmas to you. Hi, happy Christmas, everybody. Hi, happy and is, who's, that, who's that behind behind the sofa there? Uncle Malcolm is my dad's brother. Hello, Uncle Malcolm. Happy Christmas to you. Thank you very much, and happy Christmas to all of you. Greetings here from uh, Surrey, from Heatherville Baptist Church. Thank you. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Have you had your lunch yet, or you not yet? Not yet. Not yet. Your what is it? Okay. Be about ten past twelve there, would it? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we're about to open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Well, so I'm so pleased you're able to join us, guys. It's great to see you. And well, Andrew, I'm just disappointed you're not here to open a present in church yeah. <laughs> this year, as you've done no, in the past. Yeah. It's a big. It's a big We'll have to arrange that to happen again sometime. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, good to see you guys. Thank see you. you. And um, we should have, I think we've got Rachel and Emily Nichols as well, who should be uh, with us somewhere. We got Rachel, we got Rachel and Emily. Yes. Yeah. It's, like it's like watching BBC One at the moment, this, isn't it? It's the same sort of thing, <laughs> all, all on Zoom. Where, where's Rachel and Emily? Can we spotlight them? Is that possible? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Rachel and Emily. How are you? Good. Good. Are you going to open uh, are you going to open your presents in front of us? Yes. Lovely. Go on. Let's go for it then. Um, oh. I've got a Harry Potter 
Oh, what? Wow. So, um, Rachel, what have you got there? What's that? She and a Harry Potter double. Sorry, I didn't hear what that was. She's got it's a, a double. Oh, it's a double. And that's uh, a what's that one? Something Tamagotchi. Oh, that's one of the is that one of those little animals you have to feed? Yeah. You have to feed it and look after it. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So you, you're gonna have your hands full now, aren't you? Looking after that. Yeah. Feed we're it. Gonna look for, make sure it's happy. Button. It's like a baby, isn't it? Well, we're yeah. hoping it's got a mute button somewhere, but... <laughs> Mum says she hopes there's a mute button. And Emily, what have you got there? Turn it round. Oh, look at that. Is that Barbie? Yeah, yeah. Barbie set. Oh, fantastic. I, you know Barbie what? I prefer thing. your dress, Emily, to Barbie's. I think your dress yeah. is prettier than Barbie's. Your dress? <laughs> no it's reaction. Barbie, it's Story Barbie. of my life, that is. It's Christmas Elsa's. Yeah, lovely. Oh, that's so exciting. Fantastic. Thank you so much, girls. And is there, um, have we got uh, the other side of the family? Have we got Jacqueline and uh, Andrew with Alice and Erin somewhere? Nick, Jacqueline and Nick. Why did I say Andrew? <laughs> Nick. That's the Morning. Morning. Jacqueline and Nick. We got you somewhere? Hello. Morning. Hello. Oh, hi, Jeff. Hi, Jacqueline, oh, Nick. Hi. And we've got baby Erin. Hi. hi, baby Erin. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas. everyone. And have we, got, have we got some presents to we open? Do. Here we go, Alice. Where oh, here we go, Alice. And of course, baby Erin needs to open something as well, doesn't she? <laughs> That'll be Nick. Oh, oh, that's a big one. Wow. <laughs> Are you cold or not? What have we got here? Slightly. Never mind. Yeah. Well, you're feeling. I was hot earlier, okay. but I'm fine. Just very Oh. So, Alice, what have we got there? Tangled. Tangled. Oh, fantastic! That's a great <laughs> film. That is Tangled. That's is. Are you? Is that nice? Is that what you were hoping for, Alice? <laughs> Stay good. What are you hoping for? Is that what you were hoping? No. For? No. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Oops. Oh, bless. Oh, bless. And it's, it's, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. How do we rescue this? Erin, um, Dad, have you got a present for Erin there? We have. We have. Oh, so you know Erin's got. Hopefully, oh, this will be a bit more successful. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> what we got here? Oh, oh! Don't tickle the lion. Oh, what does that say? It might what, Jackie? What does it say? It might. Sorry. Oh. Don't tickle the lion and make a sound. Ah, you might make it roar. Oh. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Lovely. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And hopefully the tangled present will be a grower. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, and you. Have a, one, have a great one. Do we have anybody else uh, who'd like to share their present opening? Do we have um, anybody else? I'm not sure who we've got this morning. It's difficult. I can't see all the screens. So give us a shout out if you'd like to share your present opening, adults as well. <laughs> I don't know if we've got, have we got Daniel, James and Samantha this morning? Not sure if we have. No, don't see it. Oh, have we got um, Betty and Emily? No, okay, that's fine. All right, we will... Uh, we will move on, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Can always trust for that part of the service to be either total chaos. When it's when people are actually in church, it's either going to be total chaos or it's it's going to be uh, what we had there. Wonderful. Um, right. Can we get the reading on, Mark, please? And can you just? Yeah, I know you just got to sort your screens out. Thanks. So this morning's first reading is taken from Luke. 
Okay, yeah, all right, just one moment. <laughs> all right, from Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 25. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well along in years. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and to burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God. And he will go before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready the people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can, it be, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he'd stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he'd seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Let's continue and sing from the squalor of a borrowed stable. Oh 
Continuing uh, reading on in Luke 1. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Let's just pray. Father God, we thank you for the miracle of what this day is. We thank you for the birth of Jesus. We thank you that you sent your son to come down on earth as a human baby, to be born in, a, in, a, in squalor, to be born in a situation that wasn't royal. We thank you that he came to be like every one of us, to be a man, to be human, and yet was divine, yet was God. And because of that, because he was born into this earth, because he came to be a sacrifice for each one of us, because he died for us, Lord, we thank you that we can have salvation. We thank you that we can have hope, a hope of heaven, not the fear of hell. And so we thank you for that, Lord. We give you glory and honor this morning. We give you thanks and praise. There is so much joy in our hearts. And yet, Lord, we are in a world that is, is broken today. We're in a world that is hurting. We're in a world that is lonely. Lord, we pray for those in our community that are alone today. We pray for each one, Lord, that you would just give them your Holy Spirit to be with them. Lord, would you give them comfort for those who are mourning lost ones? At this time, Lord, would you just be their peace, be their, be their hope for the future, Lord? Because only through you can they find life. Lord, we want you to be close to those who are in poverty. Lord, we thank you for all the initiatives that have happened in our local community. We thank you for the Christmas hampers. Lord, may there be joy this morning as people are opening those or using some of the food from that. Lord, we thank you for that. And Lord, we pray for our country. Lord, we've seen this country changed in a year, a year that we couldn't imagine. When we started off 2020, we couldn't see what was down the road, yet you hold everything in your hand. And we thank you that you are Lord and you are Savior. And Lord, we know that with COVID-19 happening and with the loss of so many lives, Lord, this morning there are people who are mourning those lives lost. Would you comfort them, Lord? Would you help those who are working in the critical services, those who are working within the NHS and, and other professions that are helping at this time. Yeah. Would you be with each one? Um, would you give them strength today, Lord? There are many working today. Yeah. Um, and so, Lord, we just ask for you, your hand to be upon this country, to be upon us as a church, to be on us as a community. Lord, would you just pour out your Holy Spirit? Lord, we, we look forward to a better year next year, but Lord, we know that everything is in your divine hand. And so Lord, we thank you for your blessings and your the hope that you've given each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. 
So we're going to have a, a, a YouTube clip now, which is going to come up, which is part of, of the story which is um, which Martin is going to be speaking about. Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. And he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. And he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. How can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. I'm not sure whether those in church heard that very clearly. We're having some technical issues this morning, but um, it was just a, a short clip which really told the, the story of the first reading where the angel Gabriel visits um, Zechariah in the, in the temple. And uh, I just wanted to uh, briefly uh, speak about that. Um, there's no doubt, is there, that uh, this has been a, a tough year for us as, as a nation. Um, uh, Christmas is always a difficult time for, for a number of people. Um, it's always a difficult time um, when, uh, you know, the days are shorter, the, the nights feel like they go on forever. And uh, there's a lot of memories that come at this time of the year of those we've loved and who've passed on from this life. And uh, often people are struggling with health issues as well at this time of the year. And added to that usual sort of... Uh, struggle at Christmas, where many people also are, find themselves vulnerable and isolated, we have obviously the situation that COVID has created, which just seems to have compounded uh, the difficulties and the suffering this year. And the question comes to us today as followers of Christ, will we keep trusting God through these difficult times? And uh, I want to look at um, Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth, firstly, um, to see that the lesson that we can learn about trusting God in the difficult times. Um, Zechariah and Elizabeth had trouble trusting God's promise of a child. Clearly, they had been praying for a child, um, but now they were both old, perhaps they'd stopped believing that that prayer was going to, answer, going to be answered. Um, they'd stopped trusting God for that promise to be answered. And they, here they are now, both advanced in age. And the angel Gabriel visits Zechariah in the temple when he's on duty and says, I've heard your prayer. God says, I've heard your prayer. You're going to have a son and you are to give him the name John. And the angel went on to say that he would be a special messenger given power by God to prepare the people for the coming of God's king. But how did Zechariah respond to this announcement? He said, how can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. And so Zechariah in this moment, although he's prayed this prayer before in the past, he doesn't believe the angel Gabriel at this moment in time. He'd given up on this prayer for a child. He hadn't prayed this prayer for many years. And in many ways, I guess we can sympathize with Zechariah. Um, people who are well on in years don't usually have babies. It's a totally unexpected answer to prayer. 
Humanly speaking, it's a total impossibility. But that is the whole point of the story that Luke is making. God had answered these sort of impossible prayers before. You remember um, Abraham and Sarah, um, who were old, and Sarah couldn't have a baby, and yet they had a baby. Or remember Hannah, who gave birth um, to a child that was dedicated to the, to the temple, to Samuel. Or for Sam, Samson's parents too. That was another miracle. And Zechariah would know the history. And he knew that God was capable of doing the impossible and of answering these sorts of prayers. And so the lesson for us is don't become cynical and despondent and disappointed with God as Zechariah seems to have been. He doesn't believe the angel. He's got cynical. He no longer believes that God is going to intervene. So God silences Zechariah and he literally has to watch in silence as God does the miracle and John comes into the world, the forerunner, the herald of Jesus. It's as if God makes Zechariah even more helpless. Not only was he advanced in years and frail with that and unable to have a child, humanly speaking, but now he's silenced by God. It's, it's as if God wants us to see that all the power, all the miracle rests with him and is, and is no way connected with Zechariah and, and Elizabeth. Even though they're righteous people, the power, the miracle is coming because God decrees it. And their prayers were answered in ways they could have never imagined. Not only did they have a child, but this child would be John the Baptist, the one who would herald the coming of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God's chosen King and Messiah. We can't always understand how God is working his purposes out in our lives. All the struggles that come in life, we don't understand how they fit the tapestry that God is weaving in our lives, but he is. God is working his purposes out mysteriously in ways that we cannot always see and understand. There is far more going on behind the scenes that God is doing in our lives than we get to see often. But God would say to you today and to me, as he said to Zechariah and Elizabeth, you may be well advanced in years, but my impossibly, my impossible miracle working grace is still at work in your lives. Even though you're in the midst of struggle, even though you might be disappointed, I am at work. And there is a wonderful promise for all of us from God that says this, he who began a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Christ Jesus. You know, God is weaving together all of our trials and struggles and disappointments and regrets. He's weaving them into a glorious tapestry and he's making us like Jesus. All the trials and struggles that we go through are shaping us, molding us, making us more like Jesus until he comes again and we meet with him. He's preparing us for glory, for heaven. Isn't that wonderful? God is preparing you, preparing me to meet Jesus when he comes again. So we will enter heaven. And that's why we go through all of these trials. They are molding us and shaping us to be more like Jesus. In a moment, we'll look at another impossible situation and Mary's response to God. But I think we're going to sing again. Is that right? So let's sing, see amid the winter snow. See you. 
we come across another impossible situation from a human point of view with Mary. Again, the angel Gabriel visits Mary and tells her that she's about to become pregnant and that she will give birth to a baby and they are to name him Jesus. The Lord saves is what that means. He will be the son of God and he will be God's chosen king forever, will reign on David's throne in the line of David. And Mary responds, not surprisingly, with how can this be? Um, I am a virgin. She's not yet married. And so she and Joseph would not have been expecting a child. And the angel goes on to say that the baby won't come about through the usual means of marital relations. God himself will do a miracle and will cause a baby to grow in Mary by sending the Holy Spirit upon her. In other words, it's another miracle. And the angel said that just as God had given a miracle of a baby to Zechariah and Elizabeth in their old age, so he was now doing something similar for Mary and Joseph, except they were young, but they, hadn't, they weren't able to have a baby at this stage. But God says to them, for nothing is impossible with God. Now, this is a very difficult situation for Mary, because in those times, women did not have babies if they were not married. They would suffer shame and disgrace. Mary knew there would be trouble if people found out she was pregnant but was not yet married. But Mary trusted in God's promise that the miracle baby she would give birth to would be God's own son. So she said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Mary trusted in God's promise even when she knew that this was a huge risk for her and Joseph. Mary was willing to be used by God. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be more like Zechariah than I am Mary. When we go through difficult times, we can become bitter and cynical. And perhaps we stop trusting a little bit like Zechariah that God is still with us and has a plan for our lives. We can, we can become bitter when things don't go the way we hoped for. Perhaps Christmas in tier four is a good example of that. Or more seriously, perhaps when life has not gone the way we expected. Or perhaps we feel that perhaps our best years are behind us. We don't feel as useful as perhaps we used to. And particularly we feel at the moment that COVID is stopping us from serving in all the ways that we used to. But you know, God wants to use all of us, young and old, and even the middle-aged like me. He wants us all to be like Mary and to say, let it be to me according to your word. He wants us to say today to him, I am the Lord's servant. Will you say that to God today? Rather than becoming bitter or despondent, we can all say this Christmas, Lord, I trust you. I go on trusting that you are in the situation in our country. I go on trusting that you are still with me in my grief, in my loneliness, in my regrets, in my disappointments, in my unfulfilled hopes and prayers. I still trust you, Lord, as you were with Zechariah and Elizabeth, as you were with Mary and Joseph in all their troubles and disappointments. So I believe you are with me. So how can we serve in what has become a COVID Christmas? I think uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury is right, actually. This morning he was interviewed on uh, Good Morning Britain, and he said there's some simple things that we can all do to be the Lord's servant like Mary this Christmas. A simple phone call to someone we know in the church or in our family or in our neighborhood that we know is isolated without family members. A simple phone call just to say hello and to offer our friendship and a listening ear. A socially distanced visit to the end of someone's path just to say, have a conversation uh, a Zoom call if somebody uh, has uh, a computer or, or laptop. Maybe it's a walk with one other person who's able to do that. You can still do a 
a walk with one other person, I'm told. You can still do that. But let's, let's just find creative ways of expressing love for one another. Maybe for you, it's baking. Um, a simple expression of love for others is to just bake something and take it round as an expression of love. What is it you could do this Christmas to serve, to serve God's people, to serve the community? What simple act of kindness and love could you show this community and God and to be a servant? Of course, some of you will be serving on the front line uh, in hospitals or soon when schools go back. And there is your place of serving for God. Some of you will be serving takeaway lunches here towards the end of this month. Or some of you will be serving in food bank. There are many, there's a many variety of ways that we can serve this Christmas. Serving comes in many shapes and sizes, but we're all called to serve. So with Mary, let all of us say, I am the Lord's servant. Let's pray. Lord, we're so very aware that uh, there are many vulnerable and isolated people who are going through difficult times this Christmas. And Lord, we pray that you would help us to be creative and to express our love for them in acts of kindness. Lord, we want to be like Mary, who said, let it be to me. I am the Lord's servant. Lord, guard our hearts from disappointment and cynicism and bitterness and resentment. Lord, let, let not past events or disappointments stop us from serving you this morning and expressing love for our community and our church and our family and our neighbours. Lord, may our hearts overflow with your love to those who need kindness this Christmas time. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we're going to finish with one final carol. An angel appeared and told me that she's also having a baby. He said to me, Can you move it on to the thanks. Thanks.
And so may God go with you this day, wherever you are, whoever you're with, whether you're with family, with friends. Um, we know that we're all scattered amongst the people here, Lord. And we thank you that your blessing is with us, that your love is with us, that Jesus is with us, Emmanuel, God with us. And so, Lord, we thank you and we bless you. Amen.